0: Welcome to Evangel Bros, your weekly podcast about biblical literacy, discipleship, and historical-slash-cultural context. I am your host for the week, George Benson. Uh, unfortunately, the episode we were planning on putting out this week um, ran into some issues, and it's just not happening. And... Uh, It is what it is. Hopefully next week we'll be able to um, start this pseudo-series on different parts of the uh, uh, Sermon on the Mount. Um, But, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, So, basically, I'm just going to talk to you all about a couple of things that have been on my mind. uh, And we'll see how this goes. I'm going to try and do this in one shot because I just spent the last four-ish hours um, draining sewage from my laundry room thanks to all this wonderful rainfall we've had lately. Um, Which I'm sure there's a metaphor in there for my spiritual life that I just can't see right now because my brain feels like mush and it's just been a long day. So instead of trying to do anything new today, I decided that, I am just going to flip at random into one of my old notebooks from when I was a ministry director, pastor, lay leader, fill in the blank, um, one of the many positions I've had in the church over the years, um, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm probably going to regret this just because you never know. <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. So, this is going to be an interesting one. <laughs> um, it is from my Navy days when I was a lay leader on the uh, ship that I was attached to. Um, and it looks like it was one of the last ones I did. So, naturally, you know, I am well, I was, what, 22 at the time, so I knew everything. And uh, I definitely understood how um, God worked and had all of that wrapped up perfectly. So I'm sure none of this is going to be embarrassing at all. It uh, looks like, uh, oh, it was Father's Day, which was, if you can hear that, it's my cat digging on my chair. So this was June 20th of 2009 hmm um okay so it looks like so we were out to sea uh, so this would have been in the what either the red sea we, had, or we were just going around the um gulf of amman i can't remember which one i'm sh- sure if i spent time thinking about it i'd be able to come up with it but it's late, so I don't care. <laughs> all right, so looks like Happy Father's Day. We've all had that male influence in our lives, our dad, stepdad, uncle, grandpa, eternal father. Uh, and then naturally, I go into talking about Abraham and Isaac because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Sarah couldn't get birth. She insists Abraham uh, have kids with his slaves since God promised his offspring would be a great nation uh, as far as the eyes could see. He had a son with Hagar. When Sarah was able to bear children, Hagar uh, left because, oh, oh, this is embarrassing. In here, in my notes, I have it written as Hagar and his mom left. (laughs) Oh, what an idiot. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, because God said his Abraham line would be traced through Isaac. Abraham was 100 when Isaac was born. A Long time to wait. And they were a happy family. Until Genesis 22 to Abraham gathered Isaac and his slaves for the sacrifice. So this is the binding of Isaac, which we've covered in our Torah portions. So meet it, God, this is going to be so embarrassing. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so uh, because I knew everything, Abraham gathered Isaac and his slaves to sacrifice. Abraham told Isaac God would provide a lamb, so they rolled out. That's what it actually says. And then I continue walking through Genesis 22. Um, And basically, I'm talking about when Isaac is bound and Abraham brings out the knife and is about to... uh, the sacrifice and the angel says hey look over in the bushes so I ask could you imagine being Isaac right now what else oh, I'm sorry when else did God provide a lamb for a sacrifice boy my genius connected that right to Jesus <sighs> so let's go on and say now I'm um, Basically how, I should just uh, interrupt this right now, when I write out sermons or teachings or anything, when I'm not really expecting audience participation, uh, and I'm just telling you what happened, I would write bullet points um, in order to keep myself on track. So since this is, you know, years ago, I don't remember what all of them were, which is weird because this one sounds like a real banger. All right, moving on. Some people think that God doesn't interact with His creation anymore. Some thinks He, oh, this is timely. Some think He punishes us today. And what comes to mind with that are a lot of interactions I've had on social media platforms about whether or not this uh, COVID nineteen is (laughs) is a new plague of some type. Some thinks He does show His love still. Do you want to see proof of God's love? Proof that he still loves his children. Look left. Now look right. We're here still. He is still having creation continue. He could wipe everything out, but he chooses not to. Boy. Um... Earlier this week, I received an email from someone who was here last prayer meeting asking how I can live with myself and lead people to the Redeemer and announce my own false identity because I called myself a hypocrite. So a little backstory. This part, I actually remember very well because it was incredibly upsetting to me. I had, um, started the prayer meeting that week, uh, by quoting my dude, Paul at the time. Um, talking about how you know I there are things that I do that I don't want to do but I do them anyway and um I've viewed that to be hypocritical in my life so I stated flat out that I was a hypocrite that on because this was like I think every prayer meeting that I led or was in charge of leading was Wednesdays at 11 or something like that but I had stated that every Wednesday I come in here and I profess you know things that you know there are things that we shouldn't do as christians yet i find myself falling into a cycle of repetitiveness you know i I find myself falling into some type of cycle where i am doing those things um and there are things that the language i would use today are just not healthy for some individuals that um that i just couldn't break the cycle on so that's what i was talking about and so this guy comes in uh, and, uh, and, and, and saw that, and <laughs> it's a little backstory on that. Okay, so, uh, so how can I live with myself and lead people to the Redeemer and announce my own false identity because I called myself a hypocrite? I was, these are the notes, by the way, I was pretty irate when I read it. My faith was called into question, and I felt attacked. It didn't occur to me until later that he didn't get where I was coming from because he didn't know me I didn't see it from his perspective we talked about it but in that time before we cleared the air I was upset and thinking about what I said last week how many times have we hurt somebody intentionally or unintentionally we do it all the time our response is critical in situations like that and there is only one thing we can do follow our father's example and forgive I mean, I I think it's a great idea, um, but that's pretty cringy for me right now where I'm at. Um, what happened to you when... Wait, what happened when you went to your parent as a kid and told them something you did and asked for forgiveness? They forgave. Oh, God, I actually have this written in there. Uh, God forgives, Jesus saves. For his followers that are s- striving to live like him, we're all trying to be a piece of heaven on earth. Just forgive. We're no better than the enemy if we don't. Ugh. Okay, so there was a lot going on there, um, and I kind of regret reading it. But at the same time, I'm I'm not that upset that I did, uh, because it... Sh- <laughs> I like to go back and reread old uh, journal entries and, and notes um, from those days, just because I like to s- I like to never lose touch of who I was, um, and hope that the growth that I make is positive. Um, you know, I'm obviously I'm glad I'm not the same kid that uh, <laughs> that wrote that prayer meeting out. Um, and my views have changed a lot over the years. Um, and it's been over a decade since since I wrote that. Uh, there's a lot of wonder, water under that bridge. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It's, um... Man, it's weird to sit with that, especially... <laughs> with the binding of Isaac. Oh, man. That's just like such a weird thing to teach on Father's Day. (laughs) But I did. Because I was young and arrogant. And I knew everything. Boy. But you know what? I guess some hope that comes from that is, uh, that, you know, personally, I kept moving forward even when I was stagnant for a little while. Um, it was, uh, boy, I cannot believe I taught on the binding of Isaac on father's day. So that must've been a, no, it doesn't matter. Anyway. um, yeah so that's old george and this is kind of a weird episode and i've just been kind of rambling for a little bit because don's not here to fill in the blank spaces when i'm sitting and trying to think about this stuff because sometimes i'm not great you know right on the spot um but man You know, that was a weird uh, day, delivering that. It was, um, two people showed up. I had been on the ship for almost four years at that point. And, um, it was really sad because I didn't find out until afterwards that, uh, that prayer meeting was canceled and I didn't know about it. (laughs) Um. It was such a weird time in my life. Uh, I, I can't remember if I've spoken too much about my time in the military on this podcast because I just don't like talking about it. Not because anything bad happened, because really nothing did. But um, that part of my life is is over. But trying to... Uh, <laughs> reading the teachings of Jesus while being in the Middle East... Um, as a military empire presence fundamentally shaped my, my faith and my reaction to that. It was like I was always living in two different worlds. Um, the one where I had my day job, and then, you know, I turned my brain off for that. And then the one where I was trying to figure out how to grow as a Christian in a place where there was a lot of diversity and, and influence um, and I just never understood you know when when I went into or before I started uh, before I went into boot camp I remember I called my, my friend's parents, his dad was a pastor and I was just a baby Christian at the time and I was really concerned about Going in uh, to the navy because I I didn't know what it was going to look like and the, uh, the one of the biggest concerns I had was you know Jesus talks about loving your enemy and they came back and were like well you know the centurion had a lot of faith and everything else um, and you know, he was he was he was a military man and. Yeah, so don't worry about too much. So I didn't. I took that as a sign that everything should be fine and I'll go in and, and be a good Christian soldier. And uh, it really messed with me. It probably still does. So I guess my question for you all, since this is going to be a very short episode, and it's kind of a weird way to get to this, but what, um, where has the, what, what dynamics in your faith have, have caused growth? So for me, um, being in the military and talking or, and starting to get into or read Jewish thought before I even understood, you know, kind of what, uh, evangelical Christianity was. I mean, I don't know if I ever. I think I started deconstructing my faith before it was even built, which isn't great, but you know, it's it is what it, it is. I was uh, sitting and and trying to figure out, you know, what is uh what was Jesus actually teaching, and I and mean, what was it like around then? Because I'm sure that that would influence this stuff, and the chaplains that were there were all from different backgrounds and it was never easy to get a straight answer which you know i guess is good because it pushed me but all right that's my cat crawling so okay wrapping it up this week so everybody listeners what um uh, what weird parts of your life have you been in that um ended up being extremely beneficial for you as far as your faith journey is concerned um and you can shoot us an email at uh evangelbros at gmail.com or you can you know drop or respond on facebook we're facebook instagram and twitter at evangelbros and we are on patreon i have not put up the april episode yet and i'm really sorry about that it's been kind of a weird time um even though (laughs) we've been quarantined um but uh i'll get on that and then um but yeah thank you for those of you who are continuing to support us you're keeping our our light our podcasting lights on um and uh yeah like i said hopefully next week we'll be back to um our normal episodes and we'll be starting the Summer on the Mount thing. So, uh, have a great week, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this. Maybe I'll do some more solo stuff like this. But I'll actually prepare it ahead of time. Although, if you like the way this one worked out, let me know. Because I'm self-conscious about this type of thing. So, have a great week. Bye.